This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to being home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I told you guys that we will be doing additional bonus episodes throughout the week in between our regular Sunday episodes. So that's why we are here today. This episode, I actually pulled from my latest YouTube video and I share a revelation that I got about strongholds as I was writing the first chapter of my book. And this episode or this revelation is actually what inspired one of our previous episodes where I talked about the missing link to your next level success or something like that. But it was all about revelation. And this is what inspired that episode. And so in this bonus episode, I am going to explain to you guys the revelation that I got that God shared with me as I was writing my first chapter of my book and how my mom was really blown because I had this biasness or this preconceived perception of what a stronghold was. And it wasn't until I really just opened up my heart, eyes and ears for the Holy Spirit to show me 
um, what to write that this was revealed. And I think this is just a testament to how important it is for us to go to God for ourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to truly teach us and, and uncover and show us things that we may not have noticed before. So without further ado, here is our bonus episode. And I'll talk to you guys on Sunday for our regularly scheduled program. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. My name is Tatum Tamia. I am the host of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, the CEO of Anchor Media. And I wanted to pop in really quick and give you guys another book update. So I did a video not too long ago uh, where I gave you the first update on where I was in the writing process of my second book. And I finished chapter one. I finished the introduction. I had a call yesterday with a member of my publishing team who's my writing coach and uh, she read the introduction in the first chapter and gave some really amazing feedback like some words she used to describe the book so far which I love is it's very clear um, and that word is something I look to hear from when it comes to, you know, the things that I do. So I told you guys in the last video that I want people to truly be transformed by the word and transformed by everything that I do. I don't want people to just be inspired. I want their lives to change. And uh, the foundation of really being able to change people's lives is you got to be clear with what it is that you're talking about and what it is you're explaining to them. Like people aren't going to be transformed by confusion. And so the fact that she said it was clear was really encouraging to me because I want people who are not entrepreneurs to pick up this book and to be able to be transformed by it. I want people who uh, may not be moms and wives to pick up the book and be transformed by it. I want people who may not even be Christian to pick the book up and be transformed by it. I'm not trying to only be talking to folks that's already saved. I'm trying to win souls. So I want the person who is out here doing things the world's way to pick up the book and be like, whoa, let me see about this God that she's talking about. Let me let me pursue this thing the way that she's talking about. Like, that's what I want. That's what matters, right? So I was really excited to get, the, get it done. And um, I was really appreciative of the feedback that she gave because not only did she say it was clear, but she showed me some areas to where I can go in a little bit more depth. I can um, add some personal stories to fully uh, connect further with my audience. I'm excited that the my coach actually isn't Black, so I want to appeal to other cultures. I don't want to be only talking to Black women. I want people from all walks of life to be able to pick the book up and be able to read it and be transformed by it. But in, in this particular video, I want to share with you guys a revelation that I got when I was writing that was really powerful for me. And if you haven't listened to uh, the podcast, check out the episode I did on the missing, I think it's called the missing link to your next level living. And this revelation was really what inspired that episode. So in the introduction or the first chapter of the book, I'm breaking down the concept and I'll get into specifics after we're ready to reveal like the context and things like that. But um, I'm breaking down the, the topic of the book and explaining how Initially, the one I set out to explain how this particular concept that we're covering throughout the book is a stronghold that keeps a lot of women, a lot of achieving women from truly walking in the fullness of all that God created them to be. It keeps us stuck. It keeps us limited. It keeps us um, living subpar. 
to how we should be living. And so I, initially I set out to prove how this is a stronghold, but in order for me to do that and to be clear, I have to identify what a stronghold is, right? So the scripture that I had wrote was, it's in Second uh, Corinthians 10 verses four through six, and I'm gonna read it really quick from the New Living Translation. It says, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you have become fully obedient, we will punish anyone, everyone who remains disobedient. So this is a very popular scripture that talks about um, strongholds. So this scripture, 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, is very popular when we talk about strongholds. So as I'm going to explain it and I'm going in a deeper study of what strongholds are, I'm looking through my Bible, I'm on BibleStudyTools.org, I'm on my concordance in the back of my study Bible, I'm looking it up, a stronghold up everywhere that I can find it so that I can make sure I'm explaining it accurately. But what I realized though is that my introduction to strongholds have always been negative. It's always been in the sense of a stronghold being something that you have to be delivered from. Stronghold being bondage that one has to be delivered from. What I learned as I was studying it without the context that I was used to hearing it in is that strongholds in and of itself isn't necessarily bondage. It be, it can become bondage, but it isn't bondage by itself, right? So a stronghold, I'm reading right from my manuscript, a stronghold is a war term and in its simplest definition means a fortified place that is well protected against attack. And when I looked up the regular definition of stronghold, it's defined as a place dominated or concentrated by a certain group or belief system. So a stronghold is a fortified place. It's something, It's like I said, it's a warfare term. It's something that is well protected against attack. That's why when a stronghold is present in the form of bondage, you have to fast, you have to pray, you have to get really delivered from it. It's something that is deep rooted. It's not easily um, tossed out. But like I said, as I was doing research on stronghold in and of itself, I realized though that God is also referenced as a stronghold. So if we go to um, Isaiah 25, 4, it says, for you have been a stronghold for the helpless, a stronghold for the poor in distress, a shelter from the storm, a shade from the heat, for the breath of a tyrant is a rainstorm against a wall. Psalm 9 and 9 says, the Lord will be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Psalm 46, 7 says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold, our refuge, our uh, high tower in parentheses. Proverbs 10, 29, it says, the way of the Lord is a stronghold to the upright, but it is ruined to those who do evil. So what I realized I was seeing or just breaking this down, I was like, yo, this is what happens when we truly do not go back to the word for ourselves. We hear certain words, scriptures, and phrases, and we accept them under the we accept them with the context and the bias of the person who was delivering it. But when we actually go back to the word and study things for ourselves, God will give us fresh revelation. So as I went into this, trying to explain something with my limited understanding, right? I told you, I'm trying to prove in this chapter that the concept or the theme of this book is a stronghold. 
but I went into it with the biasness of thinking that a stronghold is bondage. And that's all it is. I didn't know that God was also referred to as a stronghold until I did a deeper dive for myself. And so what I realized is that a stronghold can present itself in two ways. It can present itself in security and safety because the Lord is your refuge. He's your fortress. He's your strong tower. So it can present itself in the way that it is supposed to, which is you um, being sheltered by the Lord. Or it can present itself in the form of bondage, something that's crippling you, something that's keeping you bound, something that is set up and deep rooted um, in anything but truth. And the key difference from a stronghold being safety or bondage is by what you agree with. And I talked about this in a video before about how these strongholds of bondage are created when the enemy presents you with an emotion, a thought, a feeling, a situation that is not true to what God is trying to do. And the second you agree with it, a stronghold is created. And so I didn't even realize I was preparing myself for what I was going to be writing. But like I said, as I, I dug deeper and got revelation about what a stronghold is supposed to be, I realized how... I've been so short <laughs> in my teachings because why, like, I don't know, it, and this is just me, like, getting outside the book. I'm like, man, this is why it's so important for us to read the word for ourselves. This is why it's so important for us to really seek God for revelation because I wasn't taught that God is supposed to be my stronghold. I was just taught that strongholds was something I was supposed to be delivered, delivered from. And so I, I realized just as I was studying this and breaking this down, not even just to communicate it in the pages, but to have it under, to understand it for myself so that I can live it out in my life. What I realized was that a lot of my warfare has been incomplete because when I recognize bondage, as a stronghold in my life, I go to my spiritual weapons, prayer and fasting and things to get delivered from it and, and using the word of God. But I uprooted it and I use this thing, these spiritual weapons to uproot it, but I didn't plan anything. I didn't reposition God in his rightful place as my refuge and my strong tower. So my warfare, it feels like my warfare has been incomplete. And I wonder if that's why a lot of us, and this is just me thinking based off of the revelations that I've gotten and allowing, you know, my mind to move. It's like, yo, I wonder how many of us, because we don't seek God for ourselves, because we aren't reading our word and we aren't doing all of the different things that I talked about, like looking for concordance definitions and cross-referencing scripture scripture and all of these things because we aren't going that deep into things that we're just going about life in an incomplete way or we're going about our faith partly i don't i don't know if that's the right word but i don't know those are just my thoughts <laughs> and i know this is a book update but I don't want these to just be like where I'm at, where I'm at with the book process. I want to share with you guys the revelations that come as I'm seeking God on behalf of what to put in these pages. And um, the biggest lesson that I've had 
from completing the introduction in the first chapter is the importance of revelation, the importance of, like I said, reading the word and allowing God to uncover things for us so that we can be fully equipped for what he's calling us to do. So now I can go into the different warfares that I face and not just pull down the strongholds, but replant God in his rightful place. It's not to say that I didn't do that, but maybe I could have done it better if I had the full picture. I don't know, just my thoughts. Not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, I'm just thinking out loud based off of the, the revelations that I got as I was writing the book. I, did, I haven't gone, I didn't go that far um, in the first chapter because, I mean, it's the first chapter, y'all. I can't write a whole book on that. <laughs> I had to use the aspects of that revelation that fit to the overall message. Um, but read your Bibles for yourself. Um, have a good study Bible and use the different tools afforded to us because it just reminded me that if we don't, and we just rely on other people to tell us what God said and what words mean and what scriptures mean. And we don't truly go to the source and allow him to reveal and uncover that we are going about life in this lifestyle, not fully equipped with what we need to live it out. That's my update. Tell me what you guys think in the comments. That's it. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so that you know when we'll drop another video. Bye.